With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Minister Lashana. Praise the Lord. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening. How you doing, Prophet Bob? I'm doing wonderful, woman of God. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Um, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study and Intercessory Prayer. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am excited to be back. Good evening. Amen. Everyone. Welcome Praise back. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our first, um, before I ask Prophet Bob to open up the line in prayer, um, I do want to sincerely from the bottom of my heart thank you, everyone, for your prayers, your help, gifts. I am thankful. Um, um, I'm bad at sending out thank you notes, but I want to just tell, because I love to just tell people when I hear from them and say, hey, you know, thank you so much. It's really from the bottom of my heart, from friends and family members, uh, from us. Um, I would just say truly thank you. Um, <clears throat> so, um, and, you know, of course, I, I talk a lot, so I have, to, I have to edit myself, but, again, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Y'all just don't know. You're my family. And I just have to thank God for each and every one of you. So, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Um, amen. Uh, Prophet Bob, would you like to open us in prayer? I'd be honored to. Thank you, woman of God. And we sure missed you on the call. Praise God. Father, I prayed earlier and repented. But between an hour ago and right now, I could have made a mistake. I could have slipped and said something, or I could have even thought of something that wasn't right. And for that, Lord, forgive me. Wash me and cleanse me. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Tonight, Lord, we come to fellowship. We come to hear a powerful word knowing the deep things of God, knowing everything about you, Father, but in the deep sense, not just scratching the Word of God and just reading it, but getting a a true meaning out of the Word of God tonight. And for that, we are grateful. We thank you, Father, that you brought Pastor Maureen Chen Daly and Collington Daly back home safely. We're honored, Father, that this woman of God can step out in faith and go where you sent her to go to be used mightily for the glory of God. 
and for that we are grateful. And Father, we thank you for the blessings coming her way because she's been a blessing to many of us on the prayer call in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for Dr. Angela Rucker and Apostle Rucker, who are the overseers of Simple Words Ministry. And we thank you for everything you're doing for them and Cradle of Hope Ministries also. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, someone has come. They need a word from the throne room of God. And their night is tonight. Because when Elder June Malcolm comes forth, mm, you're going to get blessed. I thank you for this woman of God, Father. She has been found faithful in your eyes, O God. And we thank you for the richest blessings to be upon Elder June Malcolm tonight. For her faithfulness to you and her dedication to the kingdom of God. We honor you tonight, Father. Kick back with all of us on the prayer call tonight and learn all about you. You already know everything, but sit back and relax. Pull up a chair, Jesus, and learn all about you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, Good evening, everyone. Again, this is Sister Lashana. Good evening, everyone. Let me get one. I want to hear this line open before you go put everybody on mute tonight. I want to hear a good evening. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I want to see if everybody's out there. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Um, tonight again, welcome to Monday Night Bible Study Intercessory Prayer. This is Lashana. And I am happy to be back. Amen, amen, and amen. Um, let's see here before. Uh, L. June, are you online? Okay, while, L, while we're waiting on L. June, um, tonight, um, tonight we're gonna, I'm, all, I'm getting ready to open up the line for uh, testimonies because the reason why we do testimonies is very simple. Um, Testimonies that show come with God with a grateful heart, uh, because you know He always said come with a heart of thanksgiving. That's why I do. Yes, I'm not doing this here. Yes, ma'am. Amen. That's praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How are you, my sister? Love you too. Good evening. Like I said, good evening. The reason why we do testimonies because we both come with God with a heart of thanksgiving. Amen. And I always say testimonies is just get your heart in the right place. And most importantly, huh, your testimony can be somebody can be somebody's word. Your testimony can 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 help others build their faith. So, with that being said, I'm going to open up the line for our testimonies and praise reports. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Um, Minister Sean, I love you. Glory to God. Love Uh, you. On to my testimony. Glory to God. I was sitting um, after the prophet's corner uh, earlier this um, afternoon. I was sitting down, and I wanted to see the movie uh, Miracles from Heaven. I've been waiting to see that movie for the longest Um. 
I finally got opportunity today to sit down and see it. And as I was watching the movie, I could do nothing but just thank God, you know, for my healthy children, for my healthy nieces and nephews. Glory to God for all the healthy young ones that I know um, connected to Simple Words Ministry. Uh, For some reason, I'm very emotional when I watch movies, so I'm very cautious about what I watch. Um, And for some reason, the movie itself touched me. I was literally in tears um, just from the message that the movie was sending. And my testimony tonight is I want to give God thanks and praise for each and every one of our children. There are healthy children. Glory to God. Um, None of them have any uh, severe illnesses or sicknesses. Glory to God. I just give God thanks and praise for our children. And that's my testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The line is now open for testimonies and praise reports. Amen. I want to thank the Lord for the financial blessing that came in the mailbox today. Praise the Lord. It came from an unexpected source, not once but twice. Praise God. And uh, we were we brought it before the Lord about sending the ravens by the brook to feed us, which Pastor Marine Chandeli has been praying over us, and God did it today in the mailbox. And then uh, the second blessing that we got was two bottles of bitter melon, which brings your blood sugar down. And somebody in the ministry blessed the prophets, and we decreed a triple full blessing back to them. So I want to thank God for the two blessings today. God bless you all. Amen, amen, amen. Um, the line is now open for one, for a testimony and praise report. Amen. Praise the Lord, Saint. Praise the Lord, Prophet. Just real quickly, I just want to give God praise for just uh, just a blessed day that I had. Uh, just being able to uh, wake up, of course, this morning and just uh, have the breath of life, being able to have the activity of my limbs. Like the sister said, my children, uh, or my child, rather, she being healthy and in her right mind and not having any issues or complications. I thank God for that. I also thank God for just leading me, leading and guiding me and allowing me just step out in faith and just trust him and believe in him and just to just to be myself and just tell others about Christ without even opening my mind, my mouth, just enjoying life and just being able to, to be free. I thank God for his freedom and the liberty experience. to live in this great country that we call the United States of America. And uh, I, I've been thinking about, like, how long our country has actually been in existence. There's been some countries that's been in existence for you know, the ancient of days, you know, centuries, you know, uh, galaxy years, you know, and uh, we've only been in existence, what, 240 years, 40 some odd years, and uh, I'm just, uh, all the stuff that we've been through as a nation, all the different trials, whatnot, all that we were established in as far as being built on a biblical-based country, I'm grateful for it. Um, you know, we have not went south totally. But at the same time, I'm, I'm grateful that we're not uh, that we're not like other nations. We're the, we're one one of one of the youngest nations around. So I'm just grateful to be a part of the United States of America. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. 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 Um, I would say, um, everyone, my praise report that I would say my praise report is that God is good. See, God is still who He is, no matter what storms you go through, no matter what situation that you go through. Like God is still God; He is still on the throne. If you have a prayer, He shall answer it. If you have a cry, He shall wipe your tear. He truly gives you um, joy for mourning. God is who He said He is, and His word is true. So that's my testimony. I'm like I said, I'm trying to keep it short because y'all know I talk a lot. So um, that. That is my testimony. Um, I thank you, everyone. May God bless. You know, I thank you, everyone, for giving your testimonies and those who wanted to get one as well. So, um, so um, I would say, everyone, just everyone, you know, we are in a time that we have to keep praying Amen. and give God the praise. That's all. We got to keep. We got to do both. We got to. We got to put stuff together now. We got to pray and give them the praise and give them the praise and then pray. It's just simple as that. So, um, that being said, uh, let's prepare our hearts and our minds so we can listen, uh, so we can learn from the lesson that uh, from the straight from the throne room of grace. Amen. 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 Father God, right now, wash me in Your Son's precious blood. Give me my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of You. I do honestly repent. Father God, any actions, any thoughts, anything that is my life and my lifestyle that is not of you, Father God, I do honestly repent. And right now, Father God, I thank you for taking your son's precious blood and applying over me now, Father God, and everyone on this line. And I give you all the honor and I give you all the praise. Amen. Amen. Father God, right now, you are my Elder Father, you are my El Shaddai and our Elohim, and we give you praise tonight, Father God. Because there's no one like you, Father God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for Jesus Christ. We thank you for the angels in heaven, Father God. Because hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, God, I thank you for giving us heaven right here on earth. I thank you for operating on that open heaven tonight, Father God, so we can listen to the way, what you have to say from the throne of grace. Right now, Father God, I lift up those you, Malcolm, up to you, Father God. And Father God, right now, I'm at right now. Anything that she, anything that's in her that decreased is not of you decreased, where you totally increase in her, Father God. Father God, open our ears, our hearts, and our souls so we can lean, listen to the lessons that can grow in our hearts, and that we can share this lesson with other people, Father God. And God, right now, I guess I thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can enlighten and brighten this upon our hearts. That the Holy Spirit can help us have power that comes from on high, on high, Father God. Tonight, I just got to give you praise, Father God. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your majesty. I thank you for everything that you can do, Father God. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, Elder June, you can have the floor. Amen. Amen. Um, praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord, Elder. Hallelujah. Uh, praise God. Hallelujah. Minister Burton. Minister Burton. Yes, ma'am. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's so 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 wonderful. So wonderful to have you. 
wonderful to, to hear you. So wonderful to have you back. Amen. Yeah, we missed you. We missed you so much. And last week I was so longing to hear you. I had to make a comment. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad you're here. So glad to hear you. I'm so glad that the Lord took you through your journey. And we were here. We were here with you the whole time. And I know at times you didn't feel like that. I know at times you felt like you were alone. But that was necessary. That was a necessary part of the journey. And we were absolutely confident that you were going to make it through, all right? So, to God be the glory. Yes. Great great things he has done. Yeah. Glory to God. So, how is your family? Everyone's doing good right now. It's it's different. That's all I can say. That's the best word to say what it is, but... You know, yes, it is. It will be different. Have, it's just a new normal now. So, yeah, it's, it's a new normal. So, you know, it's going to have yeah, its downs than anything else. That's great that God has made us able to deal with changes because if we weren't, if we weren't able to deal with changes, we wouldn't survive. But that's a part of our, our nature and our ability, natural ability to deal with changes. And um, sometimes, sometimes the changes are so painful, but I'm so glad that the Lord has made it possible that we have the ability. Glory to God. Right. So we're just going to give God a big shout out, praise, hallelujah, that you're here. Hallelujah. Everybody, a big shout out. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yo, yeah, ma. Mighty God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you are mighty. You are mighty. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There were times when I know that the devil thought that because you were where you were, he could have tried something and overcome, but I'm so glad every time he tried, he was defeated. We just give God praise and glory that he's able to keep us in any state and any journey. Any stretch of the journey that we have to go through, we're glad that the Lord is always with us. Amen. He is a good God. Amen. He is a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for his presence and his love and his mercy towards us. And um and for what he's doing in our lives. Um, glory to God. Giving us proof. Proof after proof after proof that he is who he is, and he will not change, and we bless the Lord for that. So uh, we've been we've been going along, uh, Minister Burton, with um, defining who God is um, okay. in 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 a very unusual way, in, in a way that the information or the knowledge is usable, because many times when we teach about God or try to study God. It's 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 very fanciful words, and and we go away from the teaching. Um, sometimes feeling very excited, but not able to use um, the knowledge that we obtain in a practical way. 
So, so the Lord's been trying to, to, to teach us about himself at this time on this platform um, along the terms of what we call practical, practical, practical salvation, that we can walk away with the information and actually um, use it, actually apply it, actually can fall back on it and, and, and use it um, according to the need that might arise in our life. So that's what we've been, <laughs> we've been looking at God. And we, we, we are at the point where we were looking at, we are looking at his characteristics and his nature, and his nature. So um, we, dealt, we dealt solely with one major characteristic of God, and that, that is long-suffering, because um, out of that one element of God being long-suffering, um, we get evidence and proof of all his, his, his other characteristics, um, like his patience and um, his tender loving kindness and his ability to endure with us. Um, all of that comes out of him being long-suffering. Because if he wasn't, if he wasn't long-suffering, then he would have given up on us. If he wasn't long-suffering, then he would not exercise the patience that we so need um, in order to become like him. And so God was mindful to establish or to, and he was, he was mindful to ensure that he had that character. He had that characteristic. And um, we dealt with a very peculiar scripture with Moses and God, with the children of Israel in the wilderness became so unbearable um, to Moses that God repented that he had, he had made, made man and decided that he was going to wipe out the nation of Israel. And, and Moses would study him and say, no, no he, would, he, he could not do that because he had give, already given his word to Abraham. And the, um, the heathen nations around um, would say, that God was not able to keep his people and would say that God is wicked because he took them out of Egypt, supposedly yes, from a bad situation, but at least they were alive. He took them out of Egypt and killed them in the wilderness. Uh, um, God, being long-suffering, was, um, was certain to make sure that he had a Moses in place at that time. Um, to do that, uh, because God always wants us to know exactly who He is and how He is. Well, God is not in the business of hiding Himself from us. God doesn't care too much about being mysterious and mystical. God does want to be known. He wants to fellowship with us. He wants to relate to us face to face. He wants to have a personal relationship with us, and so. He
or himself, a family, um, of children or offspring, that he can have an eternal relationship with without anything going dysfunctional. Because um, we would have known him, and, and definitely he knows us. So the Bible says, now we know him part, and we, we, under, we understand him part. But in the end of the earth and time, we will, we will know as we are known. So <laughs> that means God is going to be successful in what he started out to, to do, in that he doesn't have to hide himself from us. And he doesn't have to hide anything from us. And so this is a very um very hard journey that we're on. Not only not only for us, um, but for God. And I think this journey of God um creating another being in the same class that he's in, I, I think it costs God more than it costs us. Creature. I think it costs the creator more than it costs the creature. I think God suffers more for making man than man suffers for being himself. Um, I think all all the costs and the expense and the sacrifice um, is is with God, and I think we're just going to be benefactors. Now, sometimes we complain about our life on earth. And especially if we're sons of God, Christians, we complain about our lot. And sometimes we think we think that life is too hard. And sometimes we think that some some folks even think that God might be um, unjust. God might be partial. God might not be so mindful because they have they have um, the experience. They have the experience of tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy. And in some people's lives, it seems like the tragedy never ends. And so some of those folks have gotten angry with God, and some of them have denied that God exists. But if God exists, and if God is a God of love, then how could these things, um, these things be? So sometimes we think that we are the ones that is really paying the price, and sometimes we think that we're the ones that's really suffering. In any particular situation and in any in the life of any individual, um, no matter what we're going through, any particular experience, if we will not be disillusioned, but we would go to God and um, and ask and ask Him um, for illumination or enlightenment. Um, because the scripture does say in Romans chapter 8 that everything worketh together for good to them that love the Lord. So if we believe the scripture, and I, I something is happening that no matter what angle I look at it from, I can't see any good. I look at it from the bottom up, I don't see any good. I look at it from the right, no good. From the left, no good. Look at it from top down, my aerial view, no good. I have the right, just because the scripture says everything works together for good, I have the right to go to God and say, look, the scripture says your word says and your word does not, does not lie, you're faithful. It says everything works together for my good. Well, I'm just going to be very honest with you, God, and so I don't see any good in this particular situation. 
from where I sit and from how I see things. Um, I don't see any good in it, <laughs> but you are the Almighty. So now I am open to your counsel. I am open to your direction. I'm open to your protection. I'm open to your guidance. And whatever it is you want me to see in this situation, I am open to be taught. And so God will step in there and you will see that um, he was paying a bigger price than what you were paying. And you will see that the benefit that you get out of that situation, um, you would not have been benefited by anything else as much as you're benefited in this particular situation. So we just have to get to the point where we where we understand God. I don't want to say understand, where we trust God. <laughs> we need to get to the point where we know that God is 100% trustworthy. Yeah. And um, if we do not see the benefits and if we do not see the good, it's just because our eyes need to be um, treated with eyesight. Our eyes need to be open. And everything works together for good if we love the Lord. So, so we bless God. We bless God. We bless God for how he is. And we, so, so tonight, um, I want to, I did say I was going to be showing the characteristic and the nature of God. And I've just been looking at this characteristic. And tonight, I just want to move a, a bit forward and talk a bit about his nature. Now, scientifically speaking, if we're in um, biology or psychology or sociology or any one of those um, humanity subjects, um, they would probably teach that characteristic and nature is one and the same. They might just say they're synonyms of each other. That means that means they mean the same. It's a different word that means the same thing. But in looking at God, I am I, I want to show a bit of a distinction between character characteristic and, 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 and nature. As far as man is concerned, characteristic and nature could be one and the same thing. But because God's thoughts are higher than ours, and his ways are higher than ours, then um, at this stage in our, in our life and at this stage in our existence, uh, we don't really match up exactly 100% to how God is. Not yet. We're, we're getting there, but we're not there yet. So at times, at times you will see distinction in how we are and how God is. Uh, when, when Adam, just a, just a note aside, when Adam fell in the garden, he was not yet perfected. Um, he fell in the state of what theologians call innocence. He had not yet gotten to that stage where he was completed. And God, God could not make him. Yeah, there I go saying God cannot do something. Um, God could not make him perfect without his consent. God could not make Adam perfected without Adam um, knowing the process. And so as, as they were in the process, uh, we know that man fell into sin. So man fell before he was perfected. Man fell when he was innocent. So that is why I would I would say if um, if I'm teaching that subject is we're not going.
well, we're actually going further ahead than where he was. We're going to finish the journey what God started. We are going to be um, perfected. And, and Adam wasn't. Adam was just simply was just simply innocent at the time. So I'm going to look at the nature of God, and then um just going to say what we ought to get from from the nature and the characteristics of God if we understand if we understand God in His um I mean, want to say that word if we understand God in His original in His original um self. Um, I had I had established Minister Burton that um using Pharaoh because we had used the ten plagues of, of Egypt with Moses um and Pharaoh in Egypt. That that was the text that we had looked at to um to establish how long suffering God is or God proved himself to be at that time, um, to deliver to deliver the children of Israel from the Egyptian um slavery. And um, the reason why I, I use that text and and, um, and that story is because under no condition, absolutely no way, was Pharaoh going to get saved. Pharaoh, Pharaoh was never ever going to surrender to God. Um, no matter what God did, no matter how long God waited, he was not going to become saved. So we figure with a person like that, and God knowing that because God is omniscient, so he knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows everything. Um, we figure that God knowing that, that God knowing that no matter no matter how long he waited on Pharaoh, no matter what time he showed to Pharaoh, no matter how he proved himself to Pharaoh, Pharaoh just wouldn't want to have anything to do with him. Uh, we figure God being God, God being the Almighty, and, and no one can really resist God and withstand God and stop God from doing what he wants to do, except he put you in that position to do that, like he did with Moses. Uh, we figure God being God, the Almighty, he could just simply dispense of Pharaoh. He, he, didn't have to, he didn't have to go through all this um, you know, long-suffering or with Pharaoh because he knew that Pharaoh wasn't going to repent. Uh, and, and so we figured that God would be quite justified if he didn't give Pharaoh the opportunity and the chance to um, to repent and to change his mind and to accept him as Lord and God. I, mean, I think anybody would justify, um, justify God's position, but God is not interested in justified by anybody. He's the Almighty. He cannot be unjustified. So God doesn't spend any time um, trying to get anyone to affirm him and, and to say, ray, ray about him because he's the Almighty. But God used Pharaoh so that um, number one, the children of Israel could, could see him and begin to put some confidence in him that although he had left them in Egypt for 430 years, it was a good thing that he had done for them. That's what I just said. Sometimes we we have to endure certain things, and we're seeing then there's no way God could love me if he allowed me to go through this. Or there's no way God could be real or be alive, and if he is, there's no way he 
knows about me because why would he lead me to suffer like this? So the children of Israel had gotten to that point where they now disbelieved and doubted um, just about all that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had established and, and, and taught them. And they, they, they weren't looking for any um, deliverance from any God at this point that had accepted their lot that they would just um, forever be slaves in, in, in Egypt. So they got to that point. And so now God, God had the responsibility to get them, to get them back. Are we good now? Praise God, yes. Okay, praise God. So God had the responsibility to get them back to the place where they would um, trust to follow. And so the, the, the time that God um, took in Egypt to take the children of Israel out, and again, again, you know, um, I'm, I'm certain um, I am not the only one working, but he's God. He could just simply do anything he wanted to do, but that is not God's nature. That's not God's character. That's not his nature. And that's where I'm, 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 I'm heading over to talk about God's nature. Uh, like like how God is, how in his nature, how personable he is, and how and how he has set himself his own limitations um, in order for us to relate to him, for, for, for man to be able to relate to him. So God took the time to let the children of Israel get to the point where they could begin to trust them again. That was that was one reason for these ten plagues and, and the time that it took. Uh, another thing, if, if Pharaoh and any and anybody else who's going to spend eternity in hell, when such a person gets to eternal damnation, they will have no recourse to say that God was not just to say that God did not give them adequate opportunity. Now, again, you could ask if you think like, who about those God here? You're in hell, you're in hell. You can't come out and do anything. But it is not for Pharaoh nor for any other person why God acts how he acts. It is for himself. It is because of who he is. Um, for example, if I am not a thief, no matter if I see the opportunity to steal something, I'm not a thief by nature. No matter if I see the opportunity to steal something and get away with it, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm not afraid of being arrested. I'm not afraid of being caught. Um, the situation is so set that it would be free and clear, but my own nature, my own conscience would not let me do it. But the same thing with, with, with God. Um, God's own nature it is for himself. Nobody else would know, but, 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 but he would know. And sometimes when I'm training my granddaughter, I'll say to her, you ought not to be doing so. But no, no, nobody would. 
but that's that's one of the the elements in the Bible that God ways and his thoughts are so different from ours. God does not act because he's afraid of anybody or he's afraid of what he might speak about him. God acts according to how he himself determined that he wants to be. And he's not gonna go against his own self. He's not gonna go against his own nature. He's not gonna go against his own um characteristics. So he knows that if he is if he didn't give Pharaoh enough opportunity and enough chance to see him for who he is and to see all the false that they serve in Egypt for what they were, then in hell, in eternal damnation, Pharaoh would have said, you know, if God was gracious enough or kind enough to show me and, and let me know, I mean, I was brought up with false gods and I was, um, I saw, I saw the works of the magicians. And what they could do, I had evidence and proof that whatever God it was that we were serving was able to accomplish some stuff. I see the work of the magicians. I, I see what they could do with their enchantments, and I, and I see what they could um, do with their um, with their staff and their rod. I, I see how they could manipulate nature and and and, um, and the elements. So I had proof that it wasn't just a thing with my imagination. There was, there, there, there was actually some some force and some power behind the Egyptian um, religions, and um, so I believe um, if God had done the same thing for me, if He had proved Himself, uh, and, and and He was shown me since He's the Almighty, if He had showed me that the, the gods that I believed in and I worship that they were not the God, they were not the Almighty. And that he, in, in fact, was the Almighty, I, I would have repented. Um, if God didn't go through the process, even Pharaoh could have said that in hell, and he would have been justified. That would have been a justified statement for Pharaoh to make in hell, because God is the Almighty. So God, just for his, and that would have bothered God's conscience. Not that God is suffering of fear in any kind of way, but it would have bothered his own conscience. Yes, God does have a conscience. Yes, he does. If we have a conscience, God has a conscience. So we're making the things to nothing like this. We don't have anything that God doesn't have. Uh, it would be more God has something that we don't have. But whatever we have, God, God, God has. God has. We get it from God. So it would have, it would have bothered God's own conscience that he didn't give Pharaoh enough chances and enough opportunity. And he had not given enough Pharaoh enough knowledge and enough proof of who he was. So God did that for Pharaoh. So that when Pharaoh is um eternally in hell, um he God knew that he didn't put Pharaoh there on unjustly. He knew that Pharaoh decided to go. Pharaoh wanted to go. So God had no choice but to let him go. So the the, the, the long suffering of God was necessary in Egypt um to 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 let Pharaoh see that his gods were false, and to let Pharaoh at least be presented with the opportunity to turn from them if he wanted to. Unfortunately, he didn't, but he could have. And um, and also to let the children of Israel now see that uh, for the for the few folks who still believe in what they were taught by the patriarchs, that the patriarchs were right, they were they, they hadn't lied to them. In that 
River, and also in Egypt, although the land of Egypt represents, it still represents that in today, but in the text that we put in Exodus, in Exodus, the land of Egypt represents, um, is a symbol of sin and bondage and, um, and darkness. But even there, even there in sin and bondage and darkness, in the, in the heart of darkness, in the depth, in the depth, in the deepest depth of sinfulness, there is somebody to be saved. There is somebody who was born in a situation, and that person will consent and accept deliverance if it's presented. And so God, um, God was obligated, obligated to the right order. God was obligated to make certain that any Egyptian, any Egyptian born under the elements of that nation who would repent and accept the Almighty, give him the chance. And that person needed to get the chance before God took his people out, or while he was taking his people out. Um, they, they, they needed the best opportunity. And so the Bible tells that when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, a mixed multitude came out. There were some Egyptians, there were not only Jewish people, um, there were not only Israelites that came out of Egypt um, to, to, to give their life unto the Lord. There were some Egyptians, there were some other nations um, that um, Syrophoenicians or other nations who lived in Egypt because Egypt was the was the business and trade center at that time. So there were many people who were living in Egypt at the time. And so any one of them who needed to be saved, God God knows so for his it says in, in um Psalm four the Lord has uh, have set apart the godly for himself. So anybody who was in Egypt at the time who needed to be delivered, needed to be saved. Hallelujah from eternal destruction. That was God's um, time and method of offering salvation unto them. And anybody who wanted to come out with the Israelites, they could have. And many did come out um, with the Israelites uh, at, at that time. The church, the church is in a similar position today as, as, as the children of Israel were in Egypt. The world, I'm certain, we see the state that the world is in. Um, my sister told me a very um, distressing news, if I wasn't saying it would have been disturbing, but just distressing, that in Jamaica, um, there were two men openly, in public, in daylight, um, actually um, practicing or executing uh, homosexual act in, 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 in the light of day. <laughs> In the road, <laughs> with, with, with cars going around them, um, and and they were executing an, an act of homosexuality um, in, in in public. So we see the state that the world is in. The, the world is in a very dreadful state at um at this particular time. But no matter how dreadful the world might be, the church is yet here. And the church is the light. The church is the refuge. The church is a city of refuge where 
anyone who wants to escape, who wants to escape the domination of the earth, or what is to come upon the earth, um, they can't because the church is still here and God is still calling and God is still proving himself. And, and, and so when the Lord takes the church out of the earth, then any, any, anyone, any, anyone, any nation, any family, any person who wants to come out with the church will be able to come out with the church if now they come into the church. So in Egypt, if any Egyptian, any Indomian, any Syrophoenician, anyone, any nation had gone in unto the children of Israel, then they came out with the children of Israel uh, to God the, the glory. So that was God suffered long to do those three things. The three things I just mentioned, proving to Pharaoh that is God's word God, um, restoring the confidence of the, of the nation of Israel, and offering salvation to anyone who was just lost in darkness. God, it cost God a lot, and God suffered a lot um, in order to execute deliverance at that time. So we came to the conclusion that if God was so gracious to, to the heathen, to the lost, to the unsaved, to the ungodly, to the non-believer, how much more God is gracious to sons. And so are we going to look at God long-suffering now towards his son, and we're going to use the story of the prodigal and his brother um, to, to, to look at that, because God is not only long-suffering to Pharaohs and Egyptians and Israelites in bondage, God still has to be long-suffering to his children, to his own sons, and um, we're gonna we're gonna look at that. So with the heathen, we said okay, there was, I just said it. They're heathen, and they're not going to get saved anyway. And God could kill them if He wanted; He would be justified. But He didn't. Now with sons, we have them, but their sons, they're in the house. They should know better. <laughs> so God, the Father, would be justified, um, just the same, to um, put them aside because. They knew better. They're in the house, but yet they're acting up. So we see whether you're whether you're son or whether you're heathen, God still has to be um, long-suffering towards us. God is still long-suffering, and so um, um, I could I could look at we could look at the story of the prodigal son, as we call him. I don't know why we call him that, but that's what we call him. <laughs> The story of the prodigal son, and we know that story well. It's in Luke chapter 15, uh, from verse 11, from verse 11 to verse um, to the end of the verse 32, um, where the the younger son, the younger son, um, accosted his father, and and demanded that the father give him his inheritance. I guess early beforehand because he wanted. Establish his own identity and do whatever he wants he wanted to do in the world. He did not want to be subjected to the father's rule and um, standards at home. He, he thought if he just had his money and, and he thought it was his money, 
his inheritance in his mind is his. The father must have told him what belonged to him and in the house and he demanded it. I didn't see the father fighting with him over demanding it. You know, some of us black um Jamaican parents would just give him a good backhand and tell him to go sit down. But I didn't see the daddy do that because he's long suffering. He he, he gave him he gave him what, what he demanded. And he went off and we know what happened to him. He ended up in the big spend and then he came to his senses in the big spend and decided to go home. And um the, the, the verse in the verse in the in that story I want the Bible says that the father um see him, saw him afar off. And that um um, verse 20 is, and he arose, that is the prodigal boy, the one that I left home with his inheritance. Verse 20, he's in a big pen, eating, eating swine food. A Jewish boy, he's eating swine food. That's, that's just unbelievable. That's where he had gone. That's where he had gone. And he arose, verse 20, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. So that is um, the long suffering of his father. Although he had taken his inheritance, so to speak, and, 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 and left and lived righteously, it was obvious that his father never ever dismissed him as a son. His father never ever forgot him as a son. The father never ever said anything negative about him. The father never ever wished any destruction or tragedy upon him. As a matter of fact, with compassion, the father in spirit kept track of him. Um, the father prayed um, appropriate prayers. And the father, we're not looking at the father right now as God per se, we're just looking at the natural father. The father um, kept, track of, uh, kept track of him in the realm of the spirit. The father made petitions um, to God to keep him wherever he was. And, and, and so because the father's heart was where he was, the father could um, feel what his son was going through. And, and if, you, if you are a real parent right here on the earth um, today, like, uh, and, and, and he's not willing that your children, no matter how rebellious they get and no matter how hard-hearted they might be, um, if you're determined that they are going to spend eternity in God, then you too will experience uh, suffering with your children when they when they walk away from um, the doctrine of Christ and the church um, that you used to taught them from they were from they were born and they were coming up. Uh, what what you what you instill in them and you see how they're living now. Um, it's as if they know they know nothing about God, like they were never ever taught about God. They've gone completely out of bounds from what you expected. And 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 so some parents give up some parents say, look, I did my best and I'm not responsible anymore. Um and and, and, and I can't force them to serve the Lord and, and and I don't care anymore. But this father in the text he wasn't like that. He kept his heart, um, full of compassion for his son. And he believed in his heart that if he petitioned God enough, his son would come home. He believed, he kept on watching and, um, and believing his son would come to his right sense. So he must have made a lot of 
declarations and confessions and, and lamentation unto God and petition and so God answered him and his son he actually got the answer to his friends his son came home. If we would look at the Father as as the Almighty God and we are his son, um we take it back take it back from the natural realm back into the spiritual realm. If we look if we look on the Father and the prodigal story as the Almighty God, then we get a good picture of how God is enduring with each and every one of us individually. Um, God still has to with each and every one of us individually. And so um, God, God will never give up on us. If we are going to be saved, if we are his son, no matter how far away from him we go, God will never give up on us. Now, if we're not sons, if we're bastards, then we don't have such privilege. Uh, it's not going to happen for us. But if we're sons, uh, son, son, God does have some dysfunctional children. And we figure he's the Almighty, he's the best father, that is the best daddy. And uh, there's no way he could have dysfunctional children. No, God has dysfunctional children. I'm still dysfunctional. And I'm, I'm preserved that I'm a child of God. Oh, uh, God. God still has this one your children. God has children who don't obey. God has children who don't trust him. God still has children rather than consulting him. When they're in a bind, they go and, and consult with witches and warlocks under any, any title that they, they, they function and operate. Um, God does have this one you know, children. But God is long-suffering towards us. And God knows that if he tarry with us long enough, like the prodigal boy, he will come to our senses. So God is still long-suffering. Now, um, before I switch from his long-suffering um, character to his nature, I'm going to talk about the other boy who was left at home. The, the, the second son, the older son, that was left at home with his dad and um, was keeping the family business going and was supposedly in full obedience and compliance with his father. But when his younger brother came home, his reaction was so different from that of the father. So now the father was not, um, now the father had not only the, um, the, the, the little one that ran away from home to deal with and to get him to um, assimilate back into the the household, he, at the same time, he now had to deal with the older son, uh, which is self-righteousness, who was in the house at the, the entire time and, and, and now had no love and no compassion and have no um, forgiveness in his heart. And so um, the younger son had to be dealt with for his lack of wisdom and his... Um, lustful heart, and then the older one at home, he had to be dealt for his lack of love and um, his lack of forgiveness. So in the end, it's like the two sons, they were both dysfunctional. So I'd have very dysfunctional children. And and um, and so the, the, the father has to deal with both. And so it is in the church. So it is in the church. Your problem might not be my problem, but guarantee I've got my problem and you've got yours. And no matter what our problem, our shortcomings are, no matter what our debilitation, no matter what our issue, 
no matter how degenerate we are, um, God has to be with all of us. Now, sometimes I can't see, I can't, um, I can't see eye to eye with you, and I cannot forgive you for what you, you have done. And uh, I just wish that God would get rid of you right away, and you would stay in the big bed and don't ever come back here. Um, but God, the Father, does not have that, um, that allowance because He's the Father, and He just has to deal with and every one of us according to what we what we need. Um, sometimes I'm impatient with your shortcomings, but I justify mine. I, I look at, oh, I'm like this because I'm like this because I justify mine. But but yours, I want I want God to cut you off uh, for it. Um, these days I I get uh, I get a good laugh when I'm in churches and I see I see the folks today who exercise the gift. Of the prophetic, they're prophesying. If they're prophesying something negative, it is. It, uh, I I I, <laughs> I get a kick out of watching the people when that is happening. If if, if, if the person who's prophesying the prophet is prophesying something um, negative, I will see um the folks who who are so elated that things like that are being said because somebody might have done them something and they're actually certain. That that prophetic word is against is against the person who did them something personally, and so you know they will make a lot of noise. Yeah, yeah, tell them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I, I know the word is right. I know the word is true because somebody did them something. But when they're doing that, they forget that they do have issues. <laughs> they do have problems, and the word might just be for you. Your point, your finger at me, but it might be for you. It might be your word because in your heart. You have no love and you have no compassion. And, and, and so we still have those spirits in the church today. And God, and sometimes I think that God look at us and shake his head and say, like, when are my children going to get it? But God still has to deal with all of us in the house. So God um, long-suffering and, and his ability to endure is needed whether he's dealing with the lost the unsaved, the heathen, or if he's dealing at home with his children, um, God still, God still need um, long, long suffering. And so tonight, we who are sons of God, we can make a personal note here that we are going to be very sober and conscious and mindful. That we're going to stay in the house, yes, but we're going to stay in the house and be of the nature and the characteristic of our father. That means we are not going to prevent anyone who wants to come home to come home. We're going to make certain that we, um, we make home, we make the church um, um, attractive and comfortable for anyone who wants to come in and be sick, no matter what they look like and no matter what sin they might be coming away from. And and these days, it is very distressing to see the type of stuff that people do. Oh, we live, we live in an age where terrorism is so prevalent and prejudice and racism and injustice 
and murders and um, homosexuality. All, all of that stuff is so prevalent. And uh, we who are slavery in the church, we might not say it with our mouth, but I know that according to our attitude, we would rather not deal with these people. These people who have already made those sort of lifestyle choices, we would rather they just stay where they be. And we know that when Jesus comes, they're going to be lost and they're going to go to hell. And we who are in the church will just stay over here, you know, a little cushion rabbit away from the madding crowd. And, and, and when Jesus comes, we're going to go to heaven. Um, God does not endorse that, <laughs> that setup, but that's how we have it. Um, we, we might get to the point where we act like we're very mature and we'll say, well, if homosexuals come in here and they truly repent, uh, we will ask them. Like, they can come if they truly repent, live their life, they don't force it in their lifestyle. But then if you should ask that person, so you mean a person who has repented from homosexuals, you will, you will consent for them to marry your daughter? They go, no, no, they can't marry my daughter. But they... <laughs> I didn't say anything about marrying my daughter. That's going too far. I don't want to marry my daughter, but they can come and be saved. And, and, and so God has to deal with us and all those issues. And sometimes I feel so sorry for God. I really do. Sometimes I God, I'm so sorry for you. Uh, it's a good thing you're the type of God that you are <laughs> because um, we give him all this work. Um, but he doesn't, he, he's prone to anger, plenteous in mercy, doesn't treat us as our sin deserve, and he's calling everyone. Um, even even the one whom I just told you, he know will never get saved. They will never accept him. But he's still calling them anyway. He reads upon the just and upon the unjust. And he provides natural resources for everyone. And he said, whosoever will, may come. And, you know, like with me and my nature and my personality, I might want to eliminate certain people that I don't want to deal with. but the scripture said, whosoever we are. So seeing that, that heaven belongs to God and, uh, and and whomever else you want to inherit it, then I have to stand in his position and say, whomsoever. And I have to be mindful that when I'm saying whomsoever will may come, I'm not being hypocritical. And in, and he can reminds me that I'm saying, oh God, don't let that one come. Don't let that one come, God. <laughs> Except that one. I have to be mindful that I don't do that because um, nobody will know I'm doing that. Just my conscience will know I'm doing that. Just my conscience will know I'm not praying for that one because, and I could have my reason. I could justify why I'm not praying. Um, okay, God, open it up my heart to pray for so and so because mm, I take an attitude against God. I'm not going to pray for such a one. But you know, if God was to see that attitude towards us, none of us would be saved. And so, with the same mercy, and the same grace that God extended towards us and saved us, it's the same mercy and grace we have to extend to our to our fellow man. I remember uh, a while back there was a story that broken. It was broken up on my day about a young man um, who, with another group of boys, had killed a very another young another young person. The person that they killed, the victim, he was very—he was a very good child, as far as it, it appears. He, um, his parents could not think 
of a day when he caused them any sort of pain or heartache or disturbance or blessed parents. <laughs> and um, and he had stayed in school from the first day they took him to school until the day he graduated from university with honors. He had never missed a day of school. He was never sick to miss school. And um, he was an A student from kindergarten until he graduated from university. He was an A student. Um, he played on all the um, athletic teams in school and all the debate teams, and he was just an exemplary young child. Um, the outcome of his parents' eye, and and his parents gave him a trip to Florida when he graduated from university to to reward him for being such a good child. And he did deserve the reward of one. If you listen to the news report, you would agree he deserved it. But when he was on his way home back to Canada, and he had a job waiting for him because, you know, top of his class, um, the field in which he studied, all, all those um, companies wanted him. And so he was on his way back to a very bright future. And those um, young boys killed him for no reason. Um, the story came out that he um, he was in the phone. He was, his mother said he was in the phone booth talking to her, and he says, "Mom, I have I'm so longing to see you. I have left the hotel early, and I'm on my way to the to the airport. And I just stopped here at this phone booth just to let you know that I'm not in the hotel. So don't call the hotel. I'm not there. I'm on my way to the airport, but I'll see you in four hours." And his mom. His mom said that she heard a little sound, and he says, what's that? And he says, there's some guys outside. They look like they want to use the phone booth. So um, I'm going to hang up now, and I'm going to hang up now, and I'll see you in a few hours. And that was the last that his mom heard of him being alive. The next time the next time she she heard he was dead, because the guys who were outside the phone booth, they actually killed him. And, and the story picked up from the guys who killed him. Uh, one of them says he actually didn't do us anything. He was in the phone booth and we decided to rob him. And and when we got him, when he came out of the phone booth, he says, give us everything you have. And he actually did. He handed us his wallet. He handed us his suitcase. And um, he says, that's all I have. And then one of the, the boys in the, in the group just pulled a gun and killed him. So when when I heard the news, it didn't take, they did find the boys very quickly, and the case was tried very quickly, and the shooter was condemned to, to death. He was going to be um, capitalized. And so the day when I was listening again, and the news, the news flash came in that the, the jury had already come to a decision, and they had decided to execute um, the shooter, the Lord said to me, I want you to pray to stay the execution. And I just pretend like I didn't hear that. First of all, I didn't know the boys. I didn't think it was my business. But second of all, he had killed somebody innocently for no reason. So even when the boy had complied to all his demands, he just killed him on the spot. So I didn't answer. And then the Lord spoke to me a second time and said the same thing. I would like you to pray to see the execution of that young man. And I, I didn't respond again. And then the third time, the Lord says, I know you heard me. You're just pretending that you're, you're not hearing me, but I know you heard me. And I said, I'm asking you to pray to say the execute of that young 
young man. And when I responded to God, I actually yelled. I said, God, what do you want from me? I said, he killed somebody innocently, somebody who was not provoking him, somebody he didn't know, somebody who complied with everything that he demanded, and he killed them anyway. Why are you asking me to pray? And you know what the Lord answered? The Lord said, no, you're taking over my job. <laughs> you're playing God. <laughs> I said, oh. <laughs> I said, okay, God. I said, okay. I was still upset. I said, okay, God, you know what? I will pray. And and my prayer went something like this. God, as you ask me to pray, I am praying. Please say the execution of that young man who killed the other one. Huh? One night stranger. <laughs> Hello. 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 Good night. Good night. No one on tonight. Nobody's having a conversation. Yes, yeah, somebody's having a conversation. <laughs> are they? Are they? Okay. Oh. Should I continue now? May uh, I continue? Those, hold on one moment, Elgin. Um, for those okay. who, if uh, this a little announcement, I know the lesson is wonderful. They hate to break in, but if you have a conversation going on, we understand totally. So all we ask you right now, please start fix your phone to mute. Or if you have a smartphone, please hit the mute on your smartphone. And it was done accidentally, we understand. But we do want this lesson is being recorded. So, you know, we, I know you don't want your personal conversations recorded over the Internet. So, uh, again, if you and you can unmute your phone, start to scan unmute, or use the mute button on your smartphone. Um, sorry for the interruption. Back to you, uh, Elder June. Thank you, Minister. So, so the Lord um, said, you're playing God. That's my decision to make who die and who live. And I'm asking you to pray because in the earth, I have given dominion in the earth to my children, to my sons. And um, one of you need to pray, and I will ask you to pray because you, you can actually pray the prayer effectively. And I, as I said, I didn't pray any great prayer. I simply repeated what God, I just said what God wanted me to say. And, um, but yet from the heart that, yes, you are the Almighty. You are God. And it is your um, responsibility. And it is your job to determine um, how somebody dies or who lives. And I am not even going to question your justice. Like, you're the Almighty, your ways and your thoughts are so different from mine. So I went along with God's position. I didn't just say that in the word. I did accept God's position. And so the news report came on that the execution was stayed. And I, the whole thing went away from my mind. I, I, I didn't remember it again. Um, I saw with the, 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 the parents who lost their sons for a while. And I saw with them. Parent of the of the young boy who had done the killing, and uh, uh, a little while after that killing, another I happened to read a new story that um, compared the lives the lives of the two boys, the one who was supposedly perfect and the one who was so dysfunctional, 
And they were worlds apart, like uh, what, how they were born, how they were brought up, worlds apart. And I said, okay, God, I am beginning to understand the way how you speak and the way how you do things. But the story didn't end there. I, I, I said to the Lord when I read the news report, I said, okay, I understand your position. I understand why you needed to save this boy. He had not gotten a fear chance in the world to make something of himself as this other one who got killed. And so that's how you brought both of them life together. And, and so I, I understood God's position. But a long time after that, like years after that, um, might have been about eight years after it happened, I, I have a son, my last born son, and he went missing one day. Nobody knew where he went. Just didn't come home from school and we couldn't find him. And looked everywhere, we couldn't find him. And late in the night, still didn't know where he was. Um, I said to the Lord, I said, God, I know you know where my son is. You know where my boy is. And so if you would just um, need some comfort and some peace of mind, even if he's not going to come home tonight, I would appreciate it. And the Lord answered. And the Lord said, you remember that young man I forced you to pray for in, in Florida to stay the execution? You remember that? And of course, I, of course, I know it's going to make me remember. So I remember that because he said it. I said, yes, Lord. He said, because you obeyed me and stayed his execution, I'm going to do the same thing for your son tonight. The son has gotten himself in an area of town, and he's kidnapped. And they want to execute him. But because you stay the execution of that other young man, then I'm going to absolutely make certain that your son come home. So my son, my son was released, and he came home. Um, I, I um, told you that story just, just because we're studying who God is. And we have to understand that as children of God, as sons of God, we must always find out what God's position is on a certain matter. And even if it doesn't look like it makes sense, take God's position. Because in the end, if you take God's position, then you would have um, deposited credit in your account. That you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow to you. But if you didn't take God's position, then God would not be in a position to help you. But if you take God's position, then God would be in a position to help you. And on a certain level, that's what the Bible means of David when he said he was a man after God's own heart. David always take God's position. And so because David always take God's position, David, David's heart moved according to God's heart, then we see that his life was so productive while he was here on the earth. And he was able to lead God's people and, and, and preserve the children of Israel and gotten the kingdom of Israel at a place where God um, wanted it to be so it could be preserved. Until today, we still have the Israelites, um, the Jewish people on the earth. And so it is we who are in the church, if we always take God's position, even if we don't like it, even if it doesn't look like it makes sense, even if it looks like somebody getting away with something, if we 
take God's position, we will find out that if we act, if we act as God, it will come back to bless us. Um, that is that is how it is. So the, so the older son, the older son of the two boys, the prodigal boy and his brother, the older son needed to know that. He needed to learn that he has to take the father's position. Because if you don't take the father's position, you're just as disrespectful as your younger brother. Um, you're, you're, you're just, you're, you're just, you're, you're, uh, you are as much in violation of your father as your younger brother. You just like the younger brother, um, it is more visible. He shows it, but you don't show it. You have it pent up in your heart that you are just as rebellious. You're, you're, you're just as contrary. You're, you're, you don't support the father's position. Some of us know how to keep that very quietly and pretend. Um, that's what, I guess that's what they call hypocrisy. Pretend like we are with the father, but our heart is not with the father. We're so different from him. We're so far from him. So we have to learn to take his position, see things from his angle, call things the way how he calls it. Um, um, the Bible says of Jesus when he was here, he's our prime example. He only did the things that he saw of the father. He did nothing. Of himself, so definitely he had the same heart as God. He um he did nothing of himself. He did nothing according to his own will. Everything that he did was as the Father wanted it to be done. And so tonight we need to do the same thing um to make certain that we have the same nature as God. And so if you um move a step ahead from the correct characteristic of God, you will get the nature of God. And so let, let me let me give you a, a, a quick definition about nature and characteristic. Nature and characteristic, they're both known as far as the English language goes. Um they're they're both they're both known. And um the, the characteristic though characteristics and if you're taking notes I'll put right this down. Um this is what you could until Jesus Christ come again in your own personal life. If you notice and utilize this, it will help you on your journey to figure out some hard stuff. Characteristic pertains to the individual. Um, characteristic pertains to the, the habits and lifestyle, behavioral patterns, mannerism, or attitude um, of the individual. Each individual person will get the chance in his or her life to decide how they want it. Even no matter how your parents train you and whatever, each person will decide how they want to be. Um, the prodigal boy decided how he wanted to be. The one, the one who was never at home, the older one, he decided how he wanted to be. Um, individual person. They get to choose their characteristics. God did too. God decided a long time ago when he was all by himself, and I said time for lack of a better word, I mean, it was before time. Um, God decided, because God is before time, that he was going to be good and that he was going to be loved. And so he is. <laughs> he decided. He 
a choice as to what type of God he was going to be, what type of being he was going to be. Uh, I'm going to use the word person very carelessly here. What type of person he was going to be. He decided on his personality, um, um, his quality and mannerism. And so no one can change him because he decided. It's the same as us. If I decide that I'm going to be um, devilish, I'm going to be devilish. And no matter what you do to me, what you do to me or about me, if I decide I'm going to be devilish, I'm going to be devilish. devilish. So that's a bad example, but (laughs) but I I just want to make a point that you have to decide on your character, what type of person you're going to be. You get to decide that. But with your nature, you don't get to decide that. Nature is set by God. And so the nature of um, our being, that is set by God. And the entire, the entire um, nation of man, I'm not going to say race, there's only one race. Right? There's only one race, it's the race of man. Uh, we think that there's many different races on the earth, and that's, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a trick of the enemy, the deception of the enemy, that there are many races on the earth, and then um, from that, concept we have all the social problems we're having now uh, between black and white. Um, there's only but if we would understand from God's point and God's view that there's only one race that's man, one species of you know of mankind, mankind and the earth, we're all one. Uh, we all came out of one 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 period. If we would understand we wouldn't have this we wouldn't have this social problems we're having now. And, 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 and the nature that we have, the nature of mankind, that's not, that wasn't determined by any man. That was determined by the Almighty Creator. He said it. So God is the same thing. I tell you that anything we are God is because he made us after him. Um, God is the same thing. The nature of God speaks of the, the quality or the element of whoever is in the God class. And that's where we're going to pick up next week. We're going to look at the, the nature of God. And what do I mean by the God class? And um, I'm going to try to inveigle you. I really am going to try to influence you and inveigle you that you, you will um, allow our Father in heaven, the Almighty, to reveal to you as a person and show you that really and truly deep down within you, he has implanted his own nature in you. And that is because he has made you as his offspring. And that is because God wants you to be his son. And so I, I am going to try to enable you to, to, to know that even if you're in the pig pen, God has already equipped you with his nature. You can look at yourself and say, what am I doing in this place? My father, hallelujah, glory to God, have mansions prepared for me. Why am I in the big pen? And so you will allow the nature of God in you to stand up and, um, and be identified with the God class. Uh, if you're of the God class, then you think like God. You act like God. And, and, and so the 
great divide where God has the east is from the west. So so are his ways from our ways. That great divide will become very, very small the more your heart um, goes after God. The more you assimilate God, you will find out that um, God has made you in the same class that he is. And um, you could take it from the angle of your characteristic at first, or you can just decide and take a great big plunge into Godship and said that I want to function in the same nature as God. And if you would take that great plunge and says, I want to um, function in the same nature of God, immediately you will begin to see a transformation um, in your life. Okay? And I know you, you will just start to develop like God, act like God, think like God, walk like God. And then people will really say, you are a Christian because you will resemble Jesus Christ. You will talk like Jesus Christ. You will act like Jesus Christ. They will identify Christ in you. They will see the anointing of God in you. And 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 so, remember earlier I said that um, we 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 suffer. Well, God suffers more than us. Um, if you get to that stage in your life, um, you, you will almost seem like walking through this world. No matter what you have to go through, you're stepping stone. You are now of the nature of God. So let me say it again. Let me just like, oh, let me give you a scripture. I was going to give you a scripture. It's Isaiah 55, verse 9. It's just the one that says, it's how, we're, how we are born into the earth originally, or we are God are completely different. Because we're conceiving sin and sin and iniquity. So his ways and his thoughts are so far from ours. That's Isaiah 55, verse 9. But we have got time. By the time you're conceived until the time that you have that time there to change that. Um, we, we, we're born that way, but please don't die that way. Uh, sometimes when I'm talking to, 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 to folks who consent to homosexuality, they'll say we were born this way. And I say, you know what, I'm not going to fight you about how you were born. I, I, I am not going to waste time fighting about how you were born because you're already born. And you cannot go back and be unborn and born again. So from your mother's womb, I'm not, we're not going to waste time resting about how you were born, but I'm just going to try to influence you that you don't die the same way you were born. Please change. You can born any which way you want to be born. Don't die that way because um, Jesus Christ has opened up a way where you can be born again. And if you want to be born again, he will not reject you. Get up out of the deep end. Come on, come home to daddy. He will clean you up and he will make something good out of out of your life. And you will discover um, all the truth that you need to be discovered. And one of the truth that you will discover that you were not born that way because you, you are the offspring of God. And God is not that way. That was that was just um, sin. Sin and deception. Um, that was, um, we have an adversary who have, who have years and years on us. He's been at this business much longer than any one of us. And he knows how to get us. Even we're little kids, he taught us how to lie before we before we understood our right hand from our left hand. We knew how to lie and and and, and steal and do the stuff that we're not supposed to do. But if we consider ourselves and consider our ways and and realize that the Almighty is nothing degenerate and would desire 
to be made whole. He will make us whole. So his ways don't have to be so different from our ways. Neither his thoughts um, world apart from our thoughts. We can come into the same class and in the same realm and in the same dimension of God and be sons of God, as God desires us to be. And as um, John, who was born just like us, and decided to activate the nature of God in him, um, he could say, now are we the sons of God. So that's that's my lesson for tonight. I, I hope I did um, give you some food for thought and, um, and encourage you um, to go and look into the scripture more closely at the nature of God and consider your own self and see if you're in the God class or not. If you're in the God class, it means that you're walking by the nature of God. So again, your characteristics or God's characteristics are the elements of his being that he decided to manifest. But the nature, your nature is how you are um, intrinsically by the creator. And God's nature, this is my last final sentence, God's nature is love. So we will pick up from there next week. So God bless you, uh, Mr. Burton. I am going to hand the service back to you. Amen. Father God, right now, wash me your son's precious blood, forgive me of my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything that I view, I do want us to repent and receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Father God, right now, I lift up Elder June Malcolm up to you, Father God. Everything that she has poured out, Father God, I, I lift it up to you right now. I ask you to seal it upon our hearts, O oh Lord. Let it grow with us. Let it be in our memory, Father God, that is stored in our memory bank. And then every time we need to know the nature of you, we know we come back to this lesson, Father God. And, Father God, I lift up Elder June Malcolm up to you right now, Father God. Everything that she has poured out, Father God, I ask you to pour back in double, Father God. God, I also ask you to bless this lesson tonight and bless the hearing and the reading of this, hearing of what you said and the word that went forth tonight, Father God. And I give you all the honor and all the praise. And I pray this prayer in no other name, but the Son's name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm going to open up the line right now because I know we got questions and comments. So the line is now open for questions and comments. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Good night. Hey, Mr. Lashana. Welcome back. Yeah, Mr. Lashana. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, good Praise night. Lord. Again, everyone, good night. Um, Elder June. Praise the Lord. I thank you. God bless you. I thank you again for another teaching. And I, also, I truly believe that God will accomplish what he has set out to do. And you said something, because we all know Monday nights I have to work, but you said something, I had to write it down in order not to forget. But it stands out in my mind, and when you said that, you said you believe that God suffers more than us. And that is so true. Yes, Yes, it is. It's so true. First of all, for God, when God came into this world, God, he didn't come into this world 
in, in a lavish lifestyle. That's right. Yeah, he was born in a manger. Yeah. A manger is a place where you have horse dung. Right. right? A lot of us, as, okay, for me, I wasn't born in a hospital. Mm-hmm. But I sure wasn't born in a manger. And another thing, whether he suffers more than us, he was crucified on a cross just for me and you. And not only did he just go on the cross and be crucified just like that, he was beaten, he was whipped. Oh. He was whipped. 39. Unrecognized among after yes. that. Mm-hmm. Right? Recognizable. And just, yeah, and uh, on, on top of that, the crown on his head, they spit on him. And and that that suffering. That suffering. And and you know, suffering that was in the spirit and it's also characteristic. Mm-hmm. So, suffering that I am, I I just have to get to the point where I. You breaking up with Andrew? Uh oh. So Andrew, you not hearing me? No, ma'am. We're breaking we up a little bit. Hear you? Yeah. Hello. Are you here? Are you hearing me better? Hello. Yes. Yeah. I can hear you now. Hello. Hello. Okay, let me say one thing. I just want to get to the place that I will say, God, no matter what it may look like, or no matter what it tastes like, I trust you. Hallelujah. Trust that that I know that. You will what what whatever you set out to do in my situation, it you will bring it to pass. You will be, it will accomplish what you have set it out to be. So Amen. I thank God for His characteristics. I pray I pray God that we will, we will abide by the characteristics of God because He said if we want to reign with Him, we want to yeah. we have to suffer. And a Amen. lot of us we don't want to suffer. But That's right. I mean, if we're gonna walk in the footsteps of God and to be, you know, with Him, we have to suffer. We have to that, that we have to be in the we have to live the life, the characteristic lifestyle of God to be with Him. So I thank God, you know, for this word tonight. I am tremendously blessed, and that, that you know, I realized He slay me. I was so just knowing that that's one of the characters, that's His characteristic. So I. I thank God for this word tonight, and I I pray that we will incline these words to our lifestyle, knowing that when things come our way, like little suffering, knowing that it is a characteristic of God. And if we are going to walk with him, we have to go through all these things. So I bless God for you tonight. I thank God for you, and I, I, am, I, am, I am I'm so blessed, so, so blessed. But that word in part, that what that sentence really stands out in my mind to know that God really suffers. And uh, uh, Ella June, even after that, 
He said, Lord, forgive them for they uh-huh. know not what they do. Mm-hmm. So my, right. prayer, my prayer is, I said it before, Lord, give me a heart like thine. Amen. Because you have to have that Christ-like heart to be able to speak like that. After all you suffer, you beat you to sickness. And on yeah. top of that, you said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Lord, give me a heart like that. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Sandra. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Uh, the line is now open for comments and questions about the lesson. Ah, uh, yes. My name is uh, um, my my birth well my birth name is Tracy. Um, I I I feel like I'm uh, possessed. I ended up uh, taking advice from a spirit. And uh, I knew it was a spirit. Uh, I took help from it, I guess you could say. And um, that was today. Uh, um, I feel like it's reprobate possession. Or it's just possession. That is probably not reprobate, just possession. Mm. Can <clears throat> you repeat your name? Repeat your name. Tracy. That's my birth name. Elder June, do you want to? Um... Yeah, did you get that clearly? With you? I, I'm not getting her name. Tracy is her name. Birth name. All oh, Tracy. Name is okay. Tracy. Okay, Tracy. Yes. Um, I'm. We gonna pray for you. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna ask you the question right now. Um, have you given your life over to Christ? Have you rededicate or have you rededicated your life to Christ? Um. Uh, yes, I did. I had just needed to fast a whole lot, but I didn't. Um. But I, I, I ended up becoming possessed on Facebook, and I never could get an exorcism forward. Um, but it just oh. kept going on and on. And um, I had a book uh, that I had put online. First I put it on WordPress. Then I put some of it on Facebook. And um, they had sold my account. The soul was on Facebook. The conscious was on Facebook, and they had sold the account, um, and it was just bad. It was just real bad. I feel like I don't have a conscience for Jesus, or like I don't have a conscience for the universe, and that's bad because I still have yet to 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 to, to be with anybody. The soul was used, and I had never got a chance to marry or date. I'm 33, and I've never married or dated anybody. But uh, it was uh, people had the soul, the original soul was taken out of the body, and 
I was pursued after people for my sex life since I was virginal. And people used the soul for uh, the sexual life. Um, Mr. Burton, Burton, is it possible to get her contact info off the air from your angle? Um, That is the reason why I was... Are you on Facebook? Trace, are you on Facebook right now? Um, No, not at the moment. The computer and I shouldn't be. Okay. Um, do you have? Are you? Um, I'm asking because we want to pray for you, but we also want to keep in contact with you. Um, okay. Do you? Um, let's do this. Because um, normally, uh, I would say. Uh, Pat Marine, that is the uh she is the um she is the pastor on this line and she currently she's not on the line tonight because she is in she is in Jamaica at this time. We're gonna pray for you tonight, but I am wanting you to um uh pass Marine send uh Pat Marine an email so she can also pray pray with you. And then that way we can also, um, she can keep in touch with you and we can keep you in prayer. Um, let's do this. Uh, uh, Prophet Bob, do you know Pastor uh, Pat, uh, Pat Marine's uh, uh, Gmail account email? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. If I can um, remember it. You ready? Why don't, why don't you just go on, Mr. Um, Burton? Uh-huh. Just go with her to go on the Facebook Simple Word Prime Minister's Facebook page and yeah. send a message. Okay. Send a message in okay. the message box. Yeah, be so we will have your contact info. Yes. yes. Yes, let's do that. Do that. Um, log, when when you get off this line, I know you don't want, probably want to be on Facebook, and I understand. You know, I want you to log in on Facebook. I want you to connect with us online on Simple Words Ministry. There is an inbox. Drop an M, uh, send a message to Pastor Marine. Um, that way she has it. She can pray. She'll contact you and pray personally with you, as well as we can pray for you right now. Okay? Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to pray for you. Um, I'm going to take one more comment. One more comment before we get into prayer. Amen? Amen. All right, amen. One more. Do we have any more comments or questions about the lesson tonight? Amen. Elder June, you were speaking on, it hit me when you said it, just like uh, um, Sister Andrea, about the suffering, that God suffered more than we ever did. And I'm reading a a book over here. It's, it's um, by Strom from way back in the day on the 39 stripes of Jesus. Yeah. There's scriptures just backing it. It's an awesome book. It's like a pamphlet, but I've had it for almost 40 years. And uh, when you said that Jesus suffered worse than we did, I, I reflect on that because he took 39 stripes he was beaten beyond recognition, 
and everything. But when you said that tonight, my spirit leaped right out of my belly. And so I want to thank you for reminding me about how Jesus suffered worse than what everything we've ever gone through since we got saved. Even when I was a little boy, and I really didn't know Jesus, I was Catholic. <clears throat> but I went through a lot, but nothing could be compared to what Jesus went through on the cross. Thank you for the awesome word tonight. God bless. God bless, Father. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Um, tonight, good evening again. We're going into prayer, and I always say prepare your heart and mind as you go into prayer. But tonight, um, tonight we're going to do a little bit different because usually, normally, I take prayer requests, and then, you know, of course, that's how we usually do it. We're going to do a prayer request for Tracy, but um, we're in elections in the United States, and I do, right now, we are in the first start of the convention, so we're in the final countdown to the election. Um, I want us to start praying for our nation. Right now, there's too much turbulence going on, and um, I'm not liking what I'm seeing, to be honest, but that's just me. And I'm I'm a believer in it. We are at a time that we're getting called for prayer, by prayer. Prayer is needed. So um, tonight, I want to dedicate some time to pray specifically about our nation those who are not in the U.S., I know some of the things you're seeing is boggling your mind, and guess what? You're not alone. I live here. I'm having problems with what I'm seeing. So um, I just want, you know, I'll thank you for um, whatever your country is going to add, uh, add us, you know, we will add you onto our list, and we shall pray for one another. Because, see, we're international line. We have, we're an international line, so we pray for one another. And for our countries, our communities, we need to do this. We are at a time that we all need prayer because whether we believe it or not, we're all interdependent on one another. Amen. Um, but tonight, let's, we're going to start this off a little bit differently. Uh, Prophet Bob. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, what I'm sensing here, and I am hope I'm all right, I want you I would love for you to lead us in the prayer of salvation. For those who are now on this line, if right now we're going to open this line up, if you need to rededicate your life to Christ, he said, come home. This lesson is for someone tonight. The prodigal, the, I always, I'm going to be honest, the, the story of prodigal son is near and dear to me because, trust me, I've been a prodigal daughter. I have done things that required to help. I have done things that I'm, I am not proud of, but I'm thankful that it's covered on the blood and I never have to think about him again. But, see, this is what God, this is in his nature. He wants to forgive you. He wants to reconnect you. So no matter what you did, no matter what agreement you made with what individual, it doesn't, if it's not of God, it does not withstand. So I need some people to get that in your memory bank right now. I know I'm talking a little old school here, but, Get it in your memory right now. Get it in your mind right now. Nothing you have. If you have, you are on this line. If you're on this line tonight, you were meant to be here. God set you in a place, and I can tell you, God led me here through people who have never been on this line to this day. And I've been on this line over, oh my goodness, ten years almost. And I guarantee, and no, and to this day, I can't get the person 
who kind of led me on this path to this line, even on this line to this very day. That is what God, that's who God is. He knows how to put the right people on the right path to guide you. So, before we start praying, because we're going to pray for Tracy tonight. But before we start, uh, Prophet Bob. Yes, ma'am. I, I would love for you to listen to a prayer of salvation. You can pray this with them out loud. You can pray this while on mute. And if you rededicated or dedicated your life back to Christ, please inbox Temple Words Ministry. Amen. Okay. Prophet Bob, and then we're going to go into, um, we're going to go, we're going to pray as the Spirit leads. So that means Amen. we're going to do it like standing in the gap. Prophet Bob is going to lead off in the prayer of salvation, then be next, and then whoever else want to follow. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, forgive me of every sin that I've committed since I prayed earlier and I repented. Knowing and unknowing sins, Father, anything secret in my heart that I thought I could hide from you, Father, I ask you to forgive me. Even in my thought life, Lord, if I thought of something that wasn't pleasing to you, I repent. Forgive me in Jesus' name. Father, tonight, there might be just one or two on the prayer call that might not know Jesus as their personal Savior. Or there might be one on the prayer call and they're straddling the fence. They just can't make up their mind whether to come back to the Lord or not. This is a time that you cannot play games. God told me today the games are over. Either be serious with God or spend eternity in hell. It's your choice. I can't make that choice for you. Whoever is on the call tonight, and I feel somebody on this call tonight is in a backslidden condition. Don't leave this call tonight. Please, I implore you. Everything that's going on around the world tonight affects every one of us on the call of where we will spend eternity. It's heaven or hell. No other way can you climb up into heaven. No other way but by the way of Jesus. You must accept them in your heart and stay with them. I don't care what hell you go through. Stay with them. No matter what. Are you on the call tonight? And you might not be saved. Or you're on the call tonight and you don't know daddy like you really used to know him. There's somebody on the call that's in a backslidden condition. You're juggling between heaven and hell at this very second. Will you say it's me and then we will pray for you? Say it's me and I'll pray for you. Um, that's probably me. Uh, I, I probably, I, I know I didn't fast, and I should have. Uh, and and um, uh, but I didn't. I wasn't sure how uh, to do things because I didn't get help from man. I didn't get faith, faith first. I didn't get 
face-to-face contact, face-to-face help from man. Okay, Tracy, let me pray for you, okay? I want you to repeat these words, okay, and rededicate your life to the Lord tonight. The devil doesn't want you to do this. He's upset right now. But rededicate your life to the Lord. Get back with Pastor Maureen Chandeli. Uh, I'll guarantee you she will um, disciple you, glory to God, and, and really help you out a heck of a lot, okay? But I want you to say this prayer with me tonight. And believe God that he's going to take care of you. See, the, the thing is, God will never leave you nor forsake you. Never. No matter what you're going through, no matter what hell has bombarded you, no matter how bad the enemy has used people to influence you, God never leaves you. He loves you with an everlasting love, okay? Just pray this prayer with Prophet Bob. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive me. You to forgive me. I know I've failed you. I know I've failed you. I know, Father, I haven't done the things that I should with you. No, Father, I haven't done the things I should with you. But tonight it stops tonight. But tonight it stops tonight. I rededicate my life to you. I rededicate my life to you. I renounce Satan. I renounce Satan. And every demonic activity. Every demonic activity. That's around me. That's around me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come back into my heart. Come back into my heart. And I will follow you from this night forward. And I will follow you from this night forward. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And say it again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome back, Tracy. Thank you. See, when you renounced the demonic activity, I picked that up in the spirit. And this is why you had to say it out of your mouth so that demonic activity would leave and never come back. And I decree and declare it as a true prophet of God that that is so tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anybody else before I release this back to Minister Shauna? And you want to rededicate your life to the Lord? Yes. I rededicate my life. Amen. I'm going to do that too, Minister Shauna. I rededicate my life to the Lord tonight. I want to win more souls out there on the streets. So tonight I rededicate my life back to Jesus. Anybody else? All right, Minister Shauna, I turn it back to you, sweetie. Amen, amen. Father God, right now, watch me, your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, these thoughts and actions, anything that is not of you, I do honestly repent. 
I receive your forgiveness in no other name but the Son's name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, Father God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. We come to you in a heart of thanksgiving. So, Father God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You so worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. I know my help comes from you. Oh, my Father, my Father, my Father. Right now, I lift 
them up to you, oh, Lord. You see, you know what they're needing. You see what we need in grace, your grace. We thank you for your Hallelujah. grace. Hallelujah. Right now, before we even. Right now, Lord. Now, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. So now. The blood of Jesus. From my head to our toes. Oh, my son's blood. And Father God, right now, I put on the whole armor of God. I put it on right now. I put it on. Everybody on this line, Father God. Hallelujah. My God. Join in agreement to put on the whole Jesus. Yes, God. We our life to you. I ask you right now. You put on the whole armor. In our armor, we ask you to cover right Jesus. now. I ask you to plead for some night. Oh, Jesus. Right now, because we are. Oh, God. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, Lord, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. 
Father God, right now, we have the Republican Convention, the Democratic Convention coming up. We got, we got police officers, those who are serving, protect, that you put out. They need angels to guard them right now. We need, we need conspiracies exposed, oh, Lord. We need our people to know they're safe. We need the spirit to stop now on this land. So, God, I lament to you. I submit my petition about my country uh, to you, O oh Lord. And we stand in agreement when we ask for peace that goes beyond understanding. We ask you for renewed hope. Father God, we had a president who ran on hope. And it looks like every single thing that he has went to put forth, Father God, has met a giant stumbling block and has blocked it because I don't know why, God. But, God, I'm needing you. I'm needing you to go to our local and our city and our state. I need you to go in. Set the minds of your politicians. Set the mind of your citizens right. Reactivate the critical thinking that they're needing to listen to hear from you. The critical thinking does not come from books, electronics, anything is man-made, but it comes from the heart of you, Father God. I ask you to reconnect our minds to your heart. Reconnect our minds to your heart so your will shall come forth, Father God. I'm hearing the same story over and over again, God, and I know you're not pleased. It grieves me, so I know it grieves you, Father God. So I'm standing in the gap for my nation. I'm standing in the gap for friends and family on this line. Everybody's looking for hope, and they're looking for love, and they're looking for you. But it's our duty to be that action, God. And I honestly repent right now for my nation, right now for the church and body universal. Right now, Father God, right now, I repent, Father God, because these are things that we should see coming from you. You should see coming for us, Father God. Oh, my God. Right now, Father God. Father God, I understand where Sister Tracy has came from, and you know my whole story. And I don't have to say it in prayer, God. But tonight, God, I lift her up to you right now, Father God. Hallelujah. Her life right now, Father God. Right now, Father God, I'm just seriously led to pray this, God. So, God, be with me, oh Lord. Right now, Father God, I break every feather, every tether. I break it now. Hallelujah. I break off every demonic chain. I break off every demonic yoke now in the name of God. Hallelujah. No, no, Hallelujah. We speak to her heart right now. Jesus. Bitterness off her heart. Release the demonic trap. We bind that spirit of tragedy. Jesus. We bind that spirit of trauma off her heart. We bind that spirit of heart. We bind that wandering off her eye. We block up right now, Father God. I plead the blood of Jesus over any third eye that's coming and tracking her right now. We cut off every tracking demon. We cut off every tracking witch now in the name of Jesus. We send it straight to the pit of hell. Father God. Hallelujah. Every lay line, we sever it now with the sword of truth. We sever it right now, and Father God, right now, Father God, I put up my shield of faith, Father God, to blot out every fiery dart, every fiery dart that's coming to her from the enemy, Father God. We blot it out now in the name of Jesus, Father. Word that we can take over, we can trample over serpents, Father God. You said in your word, you will pick us up. We will not dash our foot unless we dash against a stone, Father God. So right now, I'm coming to you on her behalf, Father God. Right now, Father God, we break every hex, every vex, every text, vex, fail, 
omen. We break off every we break off any any generational curses, Father God. We close those doors now in the name of Jesus. We cut it out from the root, Father God. Father God, any rooted, we break the we cut the root off and we stand to Holy Ghost fire right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, Father God, Father God, Father God. See, we don't even have to exercise. See, that's right now, Father God. We are coming to you. She is in your we I come to you in the mercy of the court, but on her behalf, Father God. And I lay her at your feet right now, Father God. You know what I know what you can do, Father God. So Father God, I ask you to walk in her mind, walk in her dreams, Father God. Jesus. Wherever you need to release her, release her now in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Wherever they are at that opening, Father God, close that door now. We fill it with your Hallelujah. I command every possession Yeah, that Bilal spirit needs to leave now. That ancestral spirit needs to leave now in the name of Jesus. Come out of her now in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And go straight to the pit of hell. You're not coming. You're not looking for a host of the home because you're going straight to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. We cut off every spirit off of her right now in the name of Jesus, every witchcraft spirit. Father God, every my home, every my home bone spirit, we cut it off now in the name of Jesus. In your name, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We break the spirit. Glory to God. Her now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, Father God, Father God, we take off every shackle, every chain off of her now. In the name of Jesus, every spiritual bound, we break it now. In the name of Jesus, every. Every shaman, we break it off of her now. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Right now, we take bind and throw in right now and cast them out now in the name of Jesus. And right now, every bitterness, we break it off of her now in the name of Jesus. Everything that's hurting her heart, we go now and we put, Father God, everything that's missing. The deception, Father God, right now. The barrenness, Father God. We break that off of her now in the name of Jesus. We break off. We break it off. We break it off now. And, Father God, you see right now she is, Father God, the enemy has sold her a lie. And I understand it because you know I understand what happened. So, Father God, we come against that lie right now. But we put your truth to it. See, yours, the spirit of truth is what it needs to come and clear up this situation. So, Father God, as she goes through this situation, Father God, that you will show her and enlighten her what's your truth. Not what the world say, my truth, his truth. That's not true because that's all still a lie. But we want your truth to come out. Eliminate all truth because right now she has a conscience. Because if she didn't have a conscience, she wouldn't be on this line. So she has one. That's one. So yes, she does. She is not blaspheming the Holy Spirit because right now we're asking the Holy Spirit to fill up every nook and every cranny and place in her environment and her whole life. Hallelujah. We ask the Holy Spirit to wash her eyes, Father God. Wash her hands. Wash her feet. 
Watch every corner, every data port, every mind, every sim, everywhere that it has gotten to infiltrate. We ask the Holy Spirit to wash it out now in the name of Jesus. And right now, we break that spirit of singleness off of her right now because she has felt like she has been captured, but she cannot marry. Oh, God, we break that spirit off of her now in the name of Jesus, and we send it straight to the pit of hell. We break it off now. Straight to the pit of hell. He is not a wife of a demon, Father God. We break that. We cut the Layla off now. She is not set. She is not bound to the to the demonic, but she is a child of God right now. She is a child of God. She is above, and I believe she is. She's the head and not the tail. That she is not. Mm. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh Jesus! 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 Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jesus! Mama. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Sister Trace. Sister Trace, are you still on the line? I am. Praise God. Praise God, I am still on the line. Okay, I'm feeling lead to do this, and this is something my um, pastor has been working with me. So I want you now. I know you probably because I'm probably gonna go through it fast. So, but I want you to say it to yourself if I'm saying this, because mm-hmm. I think this, and I want you to. I'm gonna start this off, and I just want you to say it. You don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to, but but others you can repeat me as well. Because see, Tracy, we I need you to understand. I want to minister to you right now. So y'all, if y'all don't mind, I, I know we both be praying, but I want to minister you right to you right now. Cause Trace, go ahead, I, minister. Okay. Trace, I really want to minister to you right now. God okay. has put you here. I think in my presence for. I I have to let you know. I understand. I understand more than what you want. That I don't tell everybody my business because everybody can handle my story. Amen. But I can tell you, and I want to let you know. I've been there where you've been. Don't think for a moment. Don't let the enemy rule. First of all, don't let the enemy take over your mind. Don't let the enemy set a trap because he already has said some foul things. You have to foul things to you that is not right. You are not corrupted. You are not of corrupted. You shall marry. He he does not have the ability to ordain and restrain marriages. He cannot hex and vex marriages. But what he can't you he, he can't do it. He can only do as much as you allow him to do. Amen. Tonight is just the beginning. I am telling you right now from experience. Tonight is your it's it's only this is the beginning. You have to fight. You fight with your whole heart, with your whole mind. See, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. He gave you love, power, and a sound mind. There are days those are the only things you're gonna remember. Love, power, and a sound mind. Marriage comes from love. Don't 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 believe the hype. I'm I'm talking a little not Christianly, but I'm gonna put it in the world language. Don't believe the hype. Let me tell you what God can do. God can do a seedling abundantly well. God ordains marriage. God knows the day and the time where you're gonna get married, when you're gonna have your birth, and when you're gonna die. Those are things that set, those are things that go in and out of time. Those are things that the enemy cannot take from you. The only thing the enemy can do is bind you and let you lose because this is your inheritance. See, you're a, you're by the blood of Abraham. 
you're going to go through things. You're going to see things. You'll probably already see things. You don't have a comprehension. You can't comprehend what you've seen because I always say, and you might understand what I'm saying when I say you've seen too much because that's why you're here tonight because you've seen too much. You know you've seen so much in the mind that if that's going on in your life, you know God is real. So you hang on for what is real and what is worth. Don't let the enemy fool you. Don't get it. He will twist the God's word. He will use a Bible. He will flip the Bible to the verse and tell you this is what God said. But see, you got to know the context of it. You are on your way. Yes, you may be a prodigal, but that was. You have to make this day your day and make every day a new day, a new step for you. See, I'm telling you because I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what happened. I'm not telling you everything, but this is what I'm telling you what I know. God is who he is. He is trustworthy. He will build you up. Right now is the lowest point. You will never be as well, worse off as you ever be from this day. No matter whatever goes on, no matter what storms come your way, I'm going to. I'm telling you because I'm a living witness from my right now. I am stronger now than I ever have been, and I will be stronger every single day because my strength doesn't come from myself. It comes from the Lord. Amen. Right now, if you play, like, I'm going to be real, real with you. If you ever mess with any horoscope, anything like that, denounce it, renounce it now in the name of Jesus. I don't need to know. None of us on this line need to know your business, what you've done. If you play with tarot cards, let it go. It can be electronic because you know electronic things. It can be electronic. Let it go now in the name of Jesus. Break it. If you got anything occult in your house, and I'm going real. Masons, your Freemason symbol, break it, renounce it, drop it. Anything, you drop it like a bad habit, like it's smoking and it's illegal. Drop it now because you got to go, you got to drop it now. Go to your house, sweep through anything, anything that reminds you of the perpetrator who put you in this in the first place. Let it go. It's not just fasting. People will tell you it's fasting and to the point where it does, but it's not the only fasting. It's a, it's a change. It's a true repentance. Some things don't come out but in prayer and su- prayer and fasting. But guess what? It's supplication and submitting yourself to the word of God. I'm telling you the easy way so you don't ha- I have to learn the hard way like I did. That's all I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you right now, you pray. You pray like you never have before. You plead the, you plead the psalm every 91 every night. You go from what you know. Take what you know already and learn from it. God is a patient God. He knows you struggle. He sees you every day because that's why you are here tonight. God knows. God knows that's why you're here tonight. I'm telling you right now, you can break that, and it shall be broken because it's broken now, but you've got to do the work. It's going to be a struggle. you got to renounce it. If it's people, if the people around you is doing the same things they were doing yesterday and today, leave them alone. Walk away. Walk away is your life depending on you. Because your life does depend on it. Don't lose yourself. Now, I'm going to tell you this, because this is the hardest part, because when you go through stuff like this, Sister Tracy, you want to exclude yourself from every single person there is. That's the wrong thing to do. Walk away from the people that you don't need to be around. Submit yourself to people who are godly, and guess what? If they, if you see they ain't walking right, then you walk away from them, and you keep on going until you find the right group of people. 
don't sit there and don't do it alone. I heard you say you ain't getting help from man. But see, we are man. God puts men, he puts people, he puts angels in your way that help you. Don't think because man, don't think because man has done this to you that you can't get help from man. That is the only way the enemy will use. The enemy has to have a vessel. God has to have a vessel. God has his vessel. Enemy is his. You can pray for God discernment. He would tell you straight out that person ain't right. He would tell you straight out the person's real. You got to. Don't. If you don't understand something, seek his word always. Seek his word. Don't be afraid to seek him. Don't be afraid to be on your face. And you mess up, so what? Go to God so you mess up and come back. Amen. That's it. Right now, honey, your soul is in within you. No one can steal your soul. No one can steal it. No one can. It is not like you sound your name in blood and woohoo my soul. Honey, if your soul has left your body, you would not be talking to me right now. Get that through your head real quick real fast. Because trust me, if you were possessed right now, fully possessed, you could not control what you would say. This line will be shut down, and we'll be praying a whole bunch. You don't understand. We will be, it will be broken. It will be broken tonight. But what I am mentioning you right now to let you know is not over because God says it's over. I know that sounds like clear straight phone because everybody's probably having have or have said it. But I'm talking to you right now. Don't give up. Whatever the enemies have put the word to it, submit it. If you don't understand it, get with people who can be with you. So right now, I break that off of you right now. I break that spirit. I break that controlling spirit, that abusive. I break that warlock off of you right now. That warlock spell is going straight in the name of Jesus. I break it off in the many pieces, not straight, straight to the pit of hell. I break off. I break off. I break off that. I break off that demonic union off of her right now. Anybody in her bloodline, we cut it off now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pick up pieces of her soul, her mind, her body off of trading off of the money trading stores right now. We call it forth, and we place on your altar so she shall be whole. Because Jesus, you told me straight out. Don't ask the enemy for nothing but come with you. Come to you always, and that's what we're coming. We're coming for wholeness tonight. And so right now, we are reading this, Trace, and you say this. If I start reading, say this to yourself. I am in Christ. I am God's child for I am born again of an incorruptible the word of God. And we speak these words over her right now. Mm. I am forgiven of all my sins. I'm washed in the blood. I am a new creature in Christ. I am a temple of the Holy Spirit. I am delivered from the power of darkness and translated to God's kingdom. I am redeemed from the curse and sin of law and death. I am blessed. I am a saint. I am the head and not a tail, above and not beneath. I am holy without blame before him in love. I am the elect of God. I am established to the end. I am made near and dear to my heavenly Father by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am set free. I am strong in the Lord. I am dead to sin. I am more than a conqueror. I am joint heir with Christ. I am sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. I am in Christ by his doing. I am accepted in the beloved. I am complete in him. 
I am crucified with Christ. I am alive with Christ. Hallelujah. I am free from condemnation. I am reconciled to God. I am qualified to share his inheritance. I am firmly rooted up, rooted, built up, established in my faith. And my overflowing with thanksgiving. I am born of God and the evil one does not touch me. I am a faithful follower. I am a fellow citizen of the same household of God. I am built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. I am overtaken with blessings. I am his disciple because I have love for others. I am the light of this world. I am the salt of the earth. I am the righteousness of God. I am the partaker of his divine nature. I am called of God. I am a bastard of Christ. I am God's workmanship created in Jesus Christ for good work. I am the apple of my father's eye. I am healed by his I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I have been I have been changed into his image. I am a child of God. I am Christ's friend. I have chosen by the point Christ to bear his fruit. I am the slave I am a slave to righteousness. I am enslaved to God. I am a daughter of God. I am a son of God. I am the temple of Christ and his spirit dwells within me. I am joined I am joined to the Lord and I am one with him. I am a member of Christ's body. I am reconciled to God. I am the minister. I am a minister of reconciliation. I am one with Christ. I am, a, I am an heir of God since I am a son or daughter of God. I am a righteousness and holy. I am a citizen of heaven, seated in heaven right now. I am an expression of, of life of Christ because he is my life. I am chosen dearly and loved by Christ. I am a son or daughter of light, not of darkness. I am a holy brother, sister, partaker of the heavenly calling. I am one of God's living stones. I am being brought up as a spiritual house. I am a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation of people own, of God's own possession to proclaim excellence in him. I am an alien, a stranger to this world where I temporarily live. I am an enemy of the devil. Now I'm a child, I am a child of God, and I will resemble Christ when he returns. I am not the great I am, but I am the, by the grace of God. I am what I am. I am justified, completely forgiven, and made righteous. I am dead with Christ and dead with the sour sin that rule over my life. I am dead no longer live for myself but for God. I am brought with a price, and I'm not my own. I belong to God. I am established and anointed in his seat by God and Christ. I am given the word of holy given the Holy Spirit as a pledge, as a guarantee of my inheritance. I am crucified with Christ and there is no longer. There's no longer who I live but Christ. I am chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. I am predestined, determined by God to be a daughter of God. I am sanctified and I'm one with the sanctifier Christ. He is not ashamed to call me his brother or sister. I have received the Spirit of God into my life that I may know things given to me by God. I have been redeemed. I've been forgiven. And I'm a recipient of his lavish grace. I have been raised up in the, in the seat with Christ in the heavenlies. I have Christ himself in me. I have been firmly rooted in Christ, now built up in him. I've been buried, raised, and made alive with Christ. I have been raised up with Christ. <clears throat> my life is now hidden with Christ in God, for Christ is now my life. I have been given the spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. I have been saved and called and set apart according to God's doing. I have a right to come boldly before 
throne to find mercy and grace in a time of need. I have been exceedingly great and precious and promised by God, which I am a partake of his divine nature. I have the mind of Christ. I have obtained our heritage. I have overcome the world. I have been I have everlasting life. I'm not I would not be condemned. I have the peace of God that which passes all understanding. I have received the power and the power of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the sick and I see them recover and power to cast out demons and the power all over the power of the enemy. And that's March sixteen. I may approach God with boldness and freedom and confidence. I live by the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. I walk in Christ Jesus. I can do all things in Christ. My life is here with Christ and God. I do. I shall do even greater works of Christ. I shall overcome because greater is he, he who is in me than he is of this world. I press for the mark of the prize of the high calling of God. I shall always triumph in Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Sister Tracy, right now, again, I'm telling you, right now, you will get married. You shall. I am put, look, I break that spirit of singleness off of you now in the name of Jesus. I break by, I, I, but I speak wholeness of you. No one can complete you. No one can, no, no one can ordain, ordain that for your life but God. And don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. God. Amen. Uh, there are so Amen. many things I would love to tell you, but I like I always tell you about this. I talk a lot, and I will be still talking. So I am going to tell you right now because I don't want this spirit. I want you to just keep praying, but don't just pray. Do actually do little things, but reconnect yourself with the body of Christ. Right now, Amen. I know because I'm going to be quite honest. We're in the United States. We, depending on what type of ministry you're a part of. You may never been infected by affected, affected, affected. I can't use my verbs right right now, but you understand what I'm saying. But I want you to get with someone. Get with someone that can help you. Do not do this alone. Do not come to us. You will get fed here, but also where you are now. Where are you? The where the place you are now. You need some people with you. Seek out. Don't just go, you know, flipping the phone book, you know, if, if those people still have them, uh, flying your church. But pray about it, and God will lead you to the right church. Amen. The enemy can't answer prayers. The only thing he can do is derail them. And delay is not a denial. Whatever you put delayed is not a denial. I'm, there are some things I've had things to come past easily, and there are things that I'm still waiting on God to answer for. But I can tell you, God is not a man. He will not lie. He's not. See, we put too much emphasis on he's not a man. No, you got to put a God will not lie because he's he not a man. Try. He's a spirit. He's not going to lie on himself. And then he lie on himself. We all fall out of creation just like that. Because, see, the word was God and God word is God. So he can't go against his own word. You confess. Uh, confess his word daily over your life Confess sins If it comes to your mind Because the enemy will bring a trap The enemy did with me He brought up He, he loves to do a, He loves to do a PowerPoint Of my past sins He loves to do flashes I, I can say there are things I can tell the color of linoleum On some of the stuff That what, what went through my life Because it was traumatic But right now Every trauma I, I want you to speak Cast trauma out of your life Close those doors 
trauma. And God will answer everything you need. Amen. sell, he can't only he can't God gifts come to you without reproach. The enemy cannot say you sold your gift. He can steal it, but you can't but he can't but you can't sell it. There's no price on the price the blood of Jesus has to pay. And if he says that there is a price, let me tell you something, speak this back. See, um the ways of sin and death, but see the blood of Jesus pays all debt. So you are free and clear. You're alive in Christ. Christ has paid all your debts, baby, and you shall recover, and you shall recover all. Victory is a hard role. It's not easy. Everybody look at the celebration and think that's victory. That's not victory. Victory is the process after the celebration. So praise him tonight when we get off this line. Give him your heart. Praise him. You may not feel like it. You can just say with the hallelujah, but after that, do the hard work. Amen? Father God, I lift her up one more time to you. Listen, I ask you to seal these words that are upon our heart with the Holy Spirit. Seal them with your son's precious blood. Evict everything. I ask you whatever because your body is the Holy Spirit. You said in your word the body is your is the Holy it's the temple of the Holy Spirit. Everything that is not the Holy Spirit, we cast it out now in the name of Jesus. And we ask the Holy Spirit to fill her up now and give her the rest of the spirit that it will not come back. And I pray this prayer, and I've spoken these words in no other name but the Son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Uh, El June, is there anything you would like to pray or say before I close? Yeah, praise the Lord. Um, Lord to God, I'm just going to join with you and confirm. Um, that um, Tracy is um, in a better place, Sister Tracy is in a better place than when she first came on the line tonight, and that we're leaving, um, leaving um, a protective covering, establishing a protective covering about her, and 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 leaving her in the hands of Jesus, and the enemy do no further damage to her. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name, Father, in Jesus' name, we we just bless you for um, this. Medium, this platform, this forum, Simple Word Ministry, and that um, your your daughter and our sister, Sister Tracy, was able tonight to make um, connection. And because you're the great and mighty God, hallelujah, and there's nothing impossible unto you. There's, there's nothing too hard. And we spoke tonight of your love for us and, and your long-suffering um, for us. And that even when we find ourselves in the places um, that are so dark and desolate, that you will find us, hallelujah, and you will, mighty God, pick us up. You will reestablish us in our right minds, and you will take us out of that dark place and put us in a place of light. And um, you will plant us, mighty God, and firm and solid footing. Even, mighty God, you will take us out of slippery dark places and, and you will put us, mighty God, in a place of safety and, 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 and security. And tonight, my God, just as if two or three of us join together in anything, any matter, oh God, I concern you. You are in the midst to do good and to bless. And tonight, my God, I'm absolutely certain that Mr. Burton and myself and whoever else is on this fire line 
Prophet Bob, even if he's no longer in the line, mighty God, my niece here with me and my sister, we join together tonight on behalf of Tracy, our sister. My God, we go to battle for her tonight. Oh, God, we, according to your heart, mighty God, your heart of forgiveness, your heart of love, Mighty God, we stand in tonight in the place of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, mighty God. And we work your spirit of deliverance, for Sister Tracy. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, my God, we build an edge about her. Oh, Shia, mighty God, we put a bloodline about her. God, my Savior. We bind every devil, hallelujah, that previously tormented her life. Oh, God, we erase every lie of the enemy, hallelujah, convincing her, mighty God, that she's worthless and that she's reputable. We bind those thoughts in the name of Jesus. And we decree and we declare that Tracy is a son of God. Ah, hallelujah, she's not reputable, hallelujah. She's not worthless, she's precious. He's the apple of God's eye. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Tonight, mighty God, we go right into that big pen. I am mighty God. And we find, hallelujah, God, your daughter. Hallelujah, mighty God. We lift her up. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. We take her out. Hallelujah. Oh, God. And as Mr. Burton said, oh, God, you will wash her again. You will cleanse her again. You will put a robe upon her. You will put a ring upon her finger. We bind, hallelujah, the enemy. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. Ah, you are such a liar. You are so destructive. Oh, God, as near as he has convinced Sister Tracy before that she has no worth and she has no value unto you and it is impossible for her to be saved, mighty God, we reverse her every curse, and we erase every edit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And as Mr. Burton rightly said, Sister Tracy, if you were in fact reprobate, you would not be on this line tonight. If, in fact, the Lord had given up on you, you would not say what you said tonight, but you openly and plainly said what you felt. Hallelujah. That speaks of a conscious mind. Oh, Shia, a mind that is crying out, hallelujah, for help, and a heart that is still seeking after God. And as such, I am certain we are convincing you that the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, has a Accepted you, hallelujah. We, almighty God, erase every sin, every trespass, every iniquity, every transgression, anything, mighty God, that was written against your daughter, our sister. Oh, God, by the ministry of reconciliation and the ministration of Jesus Christ. We erase it tonight and we decree and we declare that Tracy is forgiven all sin, all trespasses, all transgression. They're blotted out by the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary and even before Calvary, before the foundation of the world. Oh, Shia, mighty God, you pay the price for our salvation, including Tracy. 
strengthened. And we decree tonight as we believe that she is delivered. She is saved. You are the bondage breaker. Hallelujah, mighty God. Um, by your name and by your blood, hallelujah, and by your word, God. Oh, God, we break every chain and we set the captive free. God, we stand, hallelujah, in the person and in the place of Jesus Christ and as sons of God together. Hallelujah, God, we draw tracing now. Even now, God, we draw out of that pit. Hallelujah, God, let your love, let you feel your love, let you feel your presence. Oh, God, shine your light upon her, God. Speak peace unto her, God, my Savior. You know how to communicate with us when we're in the lowest part, hallelujah, God, of our being, hallelujah. You know how, my God, to find us. I, too, was sinking deep in sin so far, hallelujah, mighty God, but you came and you rescued me. Which testifies to me, God, of your ability to save. Certainly, God, you can save to the utmost. To the utmost, you save. Hallelujah. You know how to pick us up. You know how to turn us around. You know how, God, to restore us. And tonight we put all our trust and we put all our confidence in you. That just because, God, you're maintaining this line, Hallelujah, you brought Tracy here tonight. Oh, God, hallelujah, and we express your love to her and your ability and your power to save and deliver. Hallelujah, God, and that nothing that the enemy has planned for her, hallelujah, will come to pass. But, God, you disannul everyone, and because we are sons, we shall not be denied. So we must ask you anything, because there isn't anything that is too hard. God, we erase every lie of the enemy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we give him no allowance, hallelujah, to re-attack. Hallelujah, Sister Tracy. So we edge her in. We build an edge about her, God. Hallelujah. As you built it around Job. Hallelujah. Oh, God, build an edge. Build an edge around Tracy. Edge her in. Let this be a new day in her life. Oh, glory to God. Feed her spirit and feed her soul. Hallelujah, God. With things, hallelujah, God, that are wonderful. Hallelujah, glory to God. Restore her hope. Hallelujah, God. Give her your peace. Fill her with joy. Hallelujah, God. Hey, God, anything that is necessary, anything that is needful, mighty God, at this time, as thou knowest. Hallelujah, God. Please, we ask in Jesus' name to apply it. Hallelujah. And because we know that you hear us, oh, God, you do hear us, because we know that you're with Tracy, because we know that you love Tracy, because we know that she's precious unto you, because we know that her sins are forgiven, oh, God, and her transgressions and iniquity is blotted out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We worship you now and we praise you and we give you much thanks in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, God, we decree and we declare, God, that the enemy, hallelujah, 
will have no allowance to stand against our prayer. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. But you, mighty God, hallelujah, and the mighty Son of God, hallelujah, and the holy angels, hallelujah, glory to God, will even now, hallelujah, oh God, do battle, hallelujah, and give us the victory, hallelujah, for Tracy, hallelujah, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Tracy, we love you. Ah, God loves you. Jesus loves you. He died for your sins. Hallelujah. He blotted out your transgressions. The enemy lied to you. Hallelujah. And we decree and we declare now that he will have no allowance to speak to you again. Neither will you believe any of what he told you before, but you will feel the love of God and know that God has rescued you and that God loves you. God has preserved you in all the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. God will, hallelujah, satisfy you. God, you know what Tracy needs. You know what she desires. You know her purpose on the earth. When she was conceived in the womb, it was your, hallelujah, mighty God, our purpose, hallelujah, God, my Savior, to bring her here, God. You have kept her, my God, over 30 years. And now, God, hallelujah, as you, hallelujah, rejuvenate her life tonight, oh, God, she will experience newness. Hallelujah. She will experience mighty God. Hallelujah. A brand new, hallelujah, frame of mind, brand new heart set, brand new mindset. Transform her now, God. Circumcise her heart, quicken her spirit and her conscience, God. We bind up this word of guilt, hallelujah, and hopelessness, and doubts, and fears, and unbelief. And we release unto her, mighty God, confidence. Oh, God, my Lord, and trust, hallelujah, in the finished work of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, God. Oh, God, and faith to believe that she is forgiven and she's accepted, not only by God the Father and the Son, Jesus Christ, but even by us, hallelujah, on this prior line, hallelujah, set for this purpose, uh, to give hope and courage, uh, hallelujah, to those, hallelujah, who are lost. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, for Tracy. Thank you for Tracy. Thank you for preserving her. Thank you for bringing her along tonight, hallelujah. And we commit her now into your hands uh, for safekeeping in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name, we say thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, God. Hey, Thank you, God. There's no God like you. You're mighty to save. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hey, thank you. Thank you for tracing. Thank you, God. I know the enemy decided. Hallelujah. Oh, God, to destroy her utterly. But thank you for intervening in her life. And thank you for preserving her. And thank you for bringing her along tonight to this line to us. And thank you for the work that you will continue to do in her life. 
Thank you, God, for victory for praises. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hey, mighty God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You live. Therefore, she move on. So, hallelujah. She shall live and not die. Hey, mighty God. Her life shall give you glory. Her life shall give you praise. Oh, God, you will be a living testimony. Hallelujah. To others who are falling down. God, hallelujah. We thank you for being a good God. Thank you for being a good God. Thank you for being a good God. Hey, we glorify you. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, God, thank you for defeating the enemy. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hey, yo, Shama. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. Mmm, Lord. Mmm, much better. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Be a song unto Tracy as you are her salvation. Give her a song in her heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All the day long and through the night season. We bless you, God. Thank you for being there for us. Thank you for being efficient. Thank you for being sufficient. Thank you for being life and good. Thank you for tracing again. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, again, we Forgive me my sins, these thoughts and actions. Father God, as we told, Father God, right now, I ask you right now, I ask you to take your son's precious blood because what we have prayed. Father God, I thank you right now for what the answer of all our prayers, Father God. Hallelujah. Over this line, I plead over a house, every home, every data for phone. Every, every, everywhere this is transmitted. We plead the blood through the whole transmission now. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Whatever deposit, send it straight to the pit of hell. Anything that's not of you, we ask you, Holy Spirit, have your way. Watch this line now. Watch your people now. In the name of Jesus. Watch in the name watch. Of Jesus. Have your way. Have your way. Give us your no, no. Allow the fruits of the Spirit to come forth.
us. Minister Andrea Murray's on the line. There's okay. an, there's an anonymous number. Um, I'm not sure who that is. That might uh, be me. No, your name. I got you labeled. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I'm gonna pray for, uh, me, dis- pray for me. Pray for me. Praise God. I'm gonna disconnect talk show and then I'll come back on. Okay. Okay. Amen. Mm, uh, I'm at.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.